This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Welcome to Road School Moms. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time road schooling mom to four kiddos and the co-founder over at Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-timing adventures and so much more. Tonight, I'm joining you from balmy South Florida on this beautiful December evening, but let me first introduce our my lovely co-host, Mary Beth Goff. Hey there, KT. This is Mary Beth, your road trip teacher, also a homeschool full-time being, oh, I can't talk this evening. That's, that's nothing new. <laughs> also a full-time uh, RVing mama to four kiddos on the road, creator over at RoadTripTeacher.com, your educational resource for destination-based learning adventures. And we are happy to be joining you tonight from our Indiana location. And uh, it's funny that you're in Indiana or you're in Florida and I'm not, but that's okay. You're always where you're supposed to be, as you've always said. And Katie and I are thrilled to come to you tonight in the third of our holiday mini-series show. We're hopping on here for a short 15-minute uh, series show tonight, all about holiday fun in the RV kitchen and some other things Casey and I wanted to share with you. It's great to hear your voice. How are you doing this week? I am doing great. And, you know, this show couldn't come at a better time because I am getting that baking bug. <laughs> it's happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I'll try. I don't know about you. You know, um, you're in the see. Where were you at the holidays last February or last uh, December? I can't remember. Were you out west? Uh, no, I was half in Jersey and half in Florida. Oh, that's right. I could not remember where you were last year. You know, it's been a couple of years since we've been up here um, in the Midwest this late in the year. And I'll have to tell you that as much as I love Florida and I'm looking forward to getting there, we're kind of enjoying our time up here. Um, Maybe it's because it's unseasonably warm. That's probably a lot of it. Maybe you should talk to me uh, in a couple more days when the temperatures drop a little bit. But I can tell you that we are really in the holiday bug. We've done a lot of Christmas shopping over the past week, and I, too, we've gotten into the baking bug has hit our rig. And um, I don't know. It just really feel, starting to feel like the holidays. So um, this show did come at a good time. Yes. You know, when I first thought about going on the road, I thought that we would have to give up our holiday cooking and baking traditions and maybe our big Thanksgiving because I thought, well, surely I can't be baking or cooking or doing anything large, making any large meals in a very small RV kitchen. Uh, and that's exactly why I thought that we should have this show to dispel that rumor that you can't actually do anything in this kitchen because you can. And so tonight, Mary Beth and I are going to share some of our favorite tips for doing that. And uh, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised um, when you hear them. Yes. You know, that's funny. Um, back when you and I were not acquainted with each other, I'll have to say that when um, we got on the road, that was probably one of my chief worries as well um, because I love to cook and specifically I love to bake and I love holiday dinners and um, things like that. So I can remember thinking that. And, um, you know, our family chronicles our travels over at Diary of a Road Mom. We have since we started. 
Um, and actually, that was probably my first little blog series that I wrote was all about cooking a holiday dinner in an RV. Um, and I did that after I was so shocked that I actually did it the first year. Um, and then it worked out okay. So I'll have to share some um, some of those former blog posts with uh, in our show notes for tonight about from that uh, from that series. Very cool. Yeah. So let's get right into it. My first tip really doesn't have anything to do with cooking. <laughs> But it has to do with preparation because I think that if you make sure that you do your prep work up ahead of time, you'll be much less frustrated because that's really one of the things you're battling when you're cooking, uh, when you're doing large quantity cooking or baking in a small space um, is, you know, your frustrations of the, of the space. So I'm going to encourage you to bring in a folding table, an outside table, whatever it is that you have that can be an extra surface. Now, I love and have two of four-foot craft tables that can be raised on three different height levels. And so I raise it all the way up to the top counter level, um, and I'm making an extension to my counter. And that is usually a little too high for my littlest one, so I get the stool, but I find that it's much easier on my back to have it at the highest setting when we're doing something uh, baking or uh, cooking inspired. So go get yourself, if you don't have one of these four-foot folding craft tables, get yourself one. Um, mine's from a company called Lifelike. Uh, it's very compact. I Like I said, I have two of them, and I use them for all sorts of things. But I definitely, that's definitely the first thing I do when I'm going to, you know, start baking cookies or um, start, you know, some mass production of food stuff, I bring in that four-footer, and, and off we go. That's a great tip, and KT, if you'll send me that link, I'll be sure to put it in the, um, the show post, because I know from experience that you broke out those tables out for many things, like when you have people over and you need extra space for um, seating or whatever, so that's a great tip. You know, one thing that I will encourage you to do um, also is really um, figure out what gadgets that you use in your RV. If you're new to RVing, um, you may have not figured out what it is that you use more, most often. But I can tell you um, for myself, when I first started out, I thought that I couldn't take my big stand mixer. Oh, it's probably too heavy, and, you know, I don't want to take it on the road. And I can tell you I missed that so much the first six months. Um, and so eventually I figured out that you needed to have, you know, in your kitchen what you like to use. Um, didn't matter whether you were in an RV or not. So I made room for my stand mixer, and I take that on the road, and I use it often, but especially, especially at the holidays. Um, so I'm going to tell you what the things that I can't live without in my RV kitchen, especially for the holidays, are my stand mixer, and that includes the attachments that go with that. Um, my Instant Pot, of course, which is very instrumental in my everyday cooking as well as holiday baking or holiday cooking. Um and that includes the crockpot feature on that Instant Pot, something that I use often. And probably the next thing that I would have to say I couldn't live without is, crazy enough, cookie sheets. I've kind of became a cookie sheet um, baker and cooker, and I'm not talking about just for cookies. Um, if you check the show post for this, I will link up some really fun um, baking sheet recipes that have all kinds of things that you can make on there, complete dinners on a cookie sheet with just some tin foil. Um, and one of the most recent that I just tried, I actually tried this out um, right before Thanksgiving, and it worked wonderfully. I didn't actually use it on Thanksgiving Day. I'm not sure why. I think because I tried it out the week before Thanksgiving, and then it wasn't all, you know, new, um, <laughs> new and shiny. It wasn't a new and shiny idea. But I made four pies 
on a baking sheet. It was really cool. I'll put that in the show notes uh, for this as well. Oh, that sounds awesome and delicious. And I love baking sheets because they're so easy to clean up after. So that's fantastic. That's a great mm-hmm. tip. Okay, my next tip is to set your expectations. And we always, always talk about this. Mary Beth and I love to talk about expectations. But set your expectations really, really low if you are doing this as a holiday venture with your kiddos. It's okay to get messy. It's okay to get flour everywhere. It's okay to get sprinkles everywhere. It's going to be okay. If you are really, really struggling with it, do the prep work outside. You can totally do that, and then all you need is a hose. But um, I uh, I think it's really fun when they get to explore and get their hands dirty. And you know what? When I find a little snowflake um, whatchamacallit, sprinkle or something on my floor a couple days later, it, it puts a <laughs> smile on my face because I know we had a good time. So just set your expectations super low and uh, don't stress out about this. If you really have to make something that you that has to be presentable, then make that on your own either ahead of time or afterwards. Um, but let them explore and uh, use all the different textures and just really get involved in it. And I think that baking or um, any kind of holiday cooking is a great activity for all ages in your road school. So, um, you know, the kids, the older kids can get more intricate with it, and the younger kids can still very much participate. That is such a good tip, and that leads right into my next tip um, for this evening about holiday fun in your RV kitchen, and that is um, after you've gotten your expectations in check, as KT talks about, um, really examine what you're doing because, like she said, if you know if you've got some kind of a crazy idea that you want to make something like maybe those stained glass cookies that require you know all these different kinds of prep work and intricate um, icing or or details, then that's probably not something you want to do with your kiddos. That's something you probably say for yourself maybe one morning when you've got some quiet time. You know, when you're with your road schoolers, the best thing to do is really just um, it's really all about the memories and um, you know, spending time with them, the intentional time that that we always talk about here at Road School Moms, spending with your family. And so I don't care if you just go to the store and get those cookies that have the Christmas trees stamped on them and just put those in the oven and break those out with, you know, some hot chocolate later. Or, you know, maybe you want to uh, make cookies. That's fine, too. But just don't make it very complicated because what they're really after um, are the, is the activity. And like Kimberly said, you know, getting their hands dirty and having fun with it. And so if, uh, you know, if your expect, expectations are high and you're worried about the outcome more than about the process, then it's probably not going to end well. Um, and that leads me into this tip. Don't make cookies. There's lots of other things you can do um, in your RV kitchen during the holidays besides make cookies, such as making candy. Um, I have put together four of my favorite holiday candy recipes. Those will be in the show notes uh, for this for this show. And there's five of them. They're all super simple. There's one for um, better than ever coffee. There's one for sweet and salty Christmas candy, one for fudge, one for peanut clusters, and another one for Christmas candy that only requires four ingredients. Um, and every one of those doesn't really require a lot of crazy anything. You can use a crock pot with two or three of them, um, just an oven with another. And, uh, you know, this uh, can really amount to some great fun in the kitchen. And when you're done with that, KT, what do you do with your Christmas cookies or Christmas candy when you get done? I know that 
um, you'd like to share. So share with us some ideas of where you might be able to take those. Well, I love, love, love combining this activity with uh, a good neighbor activity. So it's the holiday time, and many of us are in RV parks uh, alongside retirees who may or may not be able to see their grandchildren this year. So what a great thing. Go to the dollar store, get a couple of those really cute cookie boxes, fill them up, and go knock on your neighbor's door with your kiddos and share some of the joy um, with them this year. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yep, that's a great idea. And, you know, if uh, that doesn't suit your fancy of what you're we're looking for, those Ziploc bags that are at the store, those have great little holiday prints on them. You can put things into those and maybe stop by a local nursing home or an assisted living center. Um, if you have, you know, if you have maybe a contact at a local hospital maybe that um, would have a floor that could use something like that, um, or a church in the area maybe has a MOPS group of maybe some you know, single parents that could use um, some kind of cheering up for the holidays. So lots of places that you can share the joy after uh, baking up these great treats. Well, I think that is a great wrap. I think that was a a great show. Um, I hope that you feel encouraged and inspired to work on um, your holiday baking, and I hope that you don't feel daunted by you know, your tiny kitchen. I know that people struggle sometimes with RV ovens. I've heard that pizza stones work to help disperse the heat better. I've never used one of those. Have you, Mary Beth? I have not. That's not something that I ever experimented with. But I think it goes right back to what you said um, in the beginning, and that was to set your expectations low, use what works for you. If you're not, if you can't figure out how to make your oven work right, then don't make it complicated. Do something else. You know, use what works for you. There's tons of recipes out there. My goodness, there's Uh, Between Facebook and Pinterest and every other uh, social media that's out there, I think there's not a shortage of recipes and things to try for the holidays. Um, And while we're talking about that, quickly, don't forget the opportunity to, you know, include the RV kitchen baking and cooking in your road schooler's schedule. It's a great time between Thanksgiving and the holidays um, to use those opportunities for road schoolers. And I've got a couple of printables that you can check out over at the Road Trip Teacher in the free printables at the Learning Shop to help you with that. I love that. While we're talking about Road Trip Teacher, tell us what else is going on there for the holidays. Oh, my goodness. We are uh, just finished up those three study guides that we've done for the holidays. I can tell you that um, we actually at Road Trip Teacher just over the past week gained access to a computer that's been in storage for a couple of years. And I can't tell you all the fun things that I've taken off that computer that were in research mode when I put it in storage. Of course, sometimes when you do that, you don't think it's going to be for as long as it was. So I have pulled some really fun study guides off of there. One of them is the ABCs. You know how I love those ABC guides. Um, I just pulled one off of there for the ABCs of children's favorite Bible verses. So that's what we're working on over at Road Trip Teacher over these next couple weeks are finalizing those edits so that we can share that with all of our listeners. Awesome. Well, if you come over to Full-Time Families, you'll find uh, we are doing – three big holiday initiatives right now. We've got, as always, our 25 great holiday gifts for the full-time RVing family. Uh, you'll find the links to that. I'm going to send them to Mary Beth. They'll be in the show notes. Uh, it's a really great list that we have cultivated over the years and through um, families' contributions. So it's uh, really, really an, um, one of the more interesting lists that you can find by Googling what to get someone. And this is a great list to send your family if they're struggling with what to get you because now you live in a small space. 
So I encourage you to use that. Um, this week we also published a very dusted off a favorite of ours, 24 Advent Ideas You Can Do in Your RV. Again, we're going to give you the liberty. You don't have to do all 24. <laughs> you can pick and choose. You know, I know us, us virtual moms are all overachievers and completists and all that, but listen, download the list. Pick and choose the things. In fact, what I did with the list is I made it so that you could cut it up. So you don't even have to rewrite it or nothing. You just cut it up, throw it in a jar, and when everyone's sitting there, say, you know, picking their nose saying, I don't know what to do with myself, say, let's pick something out of this jar. And it's stuff that you can pretty much do on the fly, including baking in your RV. So um, that's that. And then what I'm super excited about, Mary Beth, is our Christmas wishes this year. We've teamed up with Gates of Hope Ministry. Um, to bring you a wish list. And so if you've ever gone to one of those trees, Christmas trees, and picked up an ornament off those trees and bought for that child or that family, we've recreated the very same thing for our RV community. We've uh, given people the, the opportunity to post their wishes, and I will share the link also in the show notes because it's a long one. Um, and you can go there and uh, check out the wishes. And if you want to help bring any of those wishes to fruition, then just email me at Kimberly at fulltimefamilies.com and I will record that on the form so we're not duplicating our efforts. Listen, if you don't have extra money for the holiday season, we get it. We know. But why don't you go on that wishes list and uh, just send a Christmas card to one or two of those families or all of the families on the list. There are 11 wishes on the list. Uh, Just letting them know that you're thinking about them. What a great, great thing to do this holiday season. That's a great idea, and I absolutely love that wishes list. And the one thing I love, really love about it, there are things on that list that are little and are big, but even some of the bigger um, wishes that are on that list, I've seen some of our RV community are coming together to try to help fulfill those as a um, kind of as a group or as a team. So what a wonderful way to spread that spirit. Um, don't forget, Road School Moms, Kimberly and I post the 30-day holiday countdown um, just a couple of weeks ago over at Life of a Homeschool Mom. And uh, that free printable is also available in the show notes if you'd like to download that uh, free calendar. And that's a great place to check out some holiday uh, holiday ideas as well is Life of a Homeschool Mom. She has 30 days of posts around that for that. So great resource for your road school. I love that. Well, okay, so if you need prayer this holiday season, I want to encourage you. It's as easy as an email. All you have to do is email us at RSM, Road School Moms, RSM Prayers, plural, at gmail.com, and you will be immediately connected to our amazing group of prayer warriors who will bring your intentions, uh, pray for your intentions on your behalf. It's a great, great resource. You do not have to have, you know, a calamitous situation happening to tap into it. You could just say, I'm frazzled, or I just need some extra peace this holiday season, or please, Lord, give me some patience. Um, Whatever it is you need, just I really encourage you to send those prayer requests into that group. And if you are uh, someone who would like to be on our prayer team, we would love to have you. You can also send an email to that same address, rsmprayers at gmail.com, if you'd like to be part of that group. That's right. We love our prayer warriors. Last reminder, Road School Moms, if you're listening to us on a replay, please take a minute um, over if you're on iTunes to give us a review. And um, if it's less than four or five stars, that's okay. Just shoot Kimberly and I an email, Kimberly at fulltimefamilies.com or myself at info at roadtripteacher.com. 
and let us know how we can better serve your road school mom's needs. Those reviews really help push road school moms where they need to go and drive us where we need to be over at iTunes. So really important and something that you can do for us to keep us uh, right here on our every Sunday night show, which we love so much. I think that's a wrap. Uh, we have two more shows in this holiday mini series. I know that we're going to be talking about handmade holidays and what's up for next week? Can you remember? I can't. All of a sudden, my mind went blank. I know home, homemade holidays is the last one. Uh, we have creating new holiday traditions. So don't oh, miss that right. one. That one's going to be a lot of fun. Things that you haven't thought of yet. Ooh, I love that. Okay, well, if that's all with UKT, then I guess we will sign off here. Road School Moms, remember, we'll be here next Sunday night for another 15-minute holiday series show. Again, Katie just reminded us on creating new holiday traditions. So that will be 9 p.m. Eastern Time next Sunday night right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms, on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.